You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Welcome to Guardians Weekly, Jim Rosenhouse along with you. We are on location live today at the Huntington Convention Center in downtown Cleveland as part of Guards Fest, which has returned after a couple of seasons hiatus due to a variety of factors in our world. But uh, we are back with this Fan Fest event that has been a, a great success today. So many Cleveland baseball fans turning out to celebrate the game and get ready for a new season. And it's great to see some, some familiar faces, meet some new friends, and uh, just in general have a great time celebrating our great game as we get ready for a new season after a tremendously exciting season a year ago and uh, with a good young ball club, expectations sky high for 2023. Coming up on uh, this week's show, the guest lists include... Outfielder Will Benson, catcher Bo Naylor, and Xavier Curry, who made his major league debut a year ago on that pitching staff. And in uh, just a short while, we will be joined by Tristan McKenzie. So uh, a great guest list today. And uh, I know if you've been with the flagship throughout the day today, uh, many, many others who are a part of Guards Fest <laughs> have been stopping by our microphones here. And, and we welcome in certainly one of the the bright young stars in major league baseball today and was such a huge key to last year's success tristan mckenzie tristan great to see you how you doing rosie how you doing rosie i'm doing well how's your day going uh it's been pretty busy but i've been having fun i know that the last time we had the event here um i think you threw a hundred innings on the wiffle ball field um (laughs) did you scale it back a little bit today or were you Uh, out there again they actually didn't even let me on the wiffle ball field this time Uh, i was excited last year well the last time that i came i got the hit and I hit off Carl, and I hit a homer. And I guess he was scared, so they didn't want me on the field this time. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Uh, how, so how's the offseason going for you after just a great breakthrough season? Uh, very, very good. Uh, it's been kind of kind of low-key, but back to business. I haven't been doing a, a real lot outside of working out and just enjoying being home and eating some food. And I know uh, you do some community things and some camps and things like that back home. Yeah. Uh, I ran my kids' camp uh, last weekend, actually. Uh, we had like 140 kids out, just being able to, to share the, the love of the game of baseball and just have some people come out and have some fun uh, was huge. And be able to get back to my community uh, is just another plus for me. Uh, on top of that, I got to be able to go out to uh, a dumpling home run derby in, in Paradise and down in the Bahamas where they do a, a little kids camp down there too. So I've been having fun this offseason as well. Did they let you hit at the home run derby? No, no, I was on the jet skis the entire time. So nobody's letting you hit. You can't get on the wiffle ball field. No. 
I've taken up golf. That's where I get my fix. <laughs> How about, you know, all these things that you do, you know, just good stuff kind of away from the game. How important is that uh, to do that and kind of recharge the batteries? Uh, I think for me, being able to share the love of the game, especially when you're not physically out there playing, is, is huge to me because I think representation matters. I think being able to physically be there and, and be in person and, and share that love for the game is, is huge. It's a lot different when you're watching on TV or when you're watching from the stands as opposed to when uh, you're physically interacting with the player or the coach or whoever it may be. When you look back at 2022, a nice breakthrough season for you from start to finish, uh, what were you most pleased with when, when you had a chance to, to let it sink in and look back on it? Uh, I'd say how my body felt at the end of the season, uh, just feeling like when, if we had won or if we had to go further, I would, I would have been confident to, to go out there and pitch more innings. Uh, I think at the end of the day, being able to go out there and be healthy and be able to compete with my guys is, is my utmost like importance to me, and, and that's what I was enjoying doing. 31 starts and almost 200 innings. Uh, how do you get to that place? What did you do last year, you think, that, that was helpful going into the season to get to that place? Uh, I think it's been a lot of just developing consistency and getting to a point where I, I can feel comfortable on every fifth day to go out there and hopefully give the team nine innings. If not, hopefully it's eight innings and, and so on and so forth. As the season went along, it, you were called upon to pitch in, in some hugely important games even before the postseason. Uh, what was that like, almost for the first time in your career, to be, to be a guy who was counted on because of what you had done prior? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, I wouldn't say easy, but I think it was a lot easier for me trying to almost follow in Bieber's footsteps and just have him say, like, look, this is a normal game. He's going out there. He's pitching well. It doesn't matter if he's playing the worst team in the league or the best team in the league or if it's playoff or if it's regular season. So I think being able to, like, look at the guys around me and have that motivation of, I just have to go out there and do my job, and I have three gold covers behind me. I don't have to worry about a ton back there, like, I think the game doesn't change, and it, it just becomes easier. Shane Bieber with a gold glove, too. Is that something you might oh, aspire oh, to? <laughs> oh, oh. I do. oh, did I, I do. bring up a sore spot? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to hear the end of that all year, Why? especially if I miss a ball, because I claim I have a better glove than Shane, but he has a gold glove, and I don't. And Zach Plesak's not in that conversation either? It's Zach's, Zach's like otherworldly. We don't even <laughs> put, him, put him in the same category as us. You look at, at the the starting rotation and uh, how much camaraderie is there in terms of the day-to-day and help that you give each other to be the best you can be a ton I think when you're spending a ton of time around guys especially in 162 games uh, you get to learn guys on a, on a different aspect especially when you're interacting with them on a daily basis like the starting pitchers interact where we're kind of clicky even though even though it's not meant to be like that uh, we just spend so much time around each other it's good to bounce ideas off your guys that you're, you you develop this this good bond with uh, and just being able to go out there and, and have fun with your friends. Sometimes you see stuff that they don't see see themselves, especially when you get to be around guys like that. Tristan McKenzie joining us, an 11-game winner a year ago and uh, some good experience in the postseason too, some uh, real solid efforts. And what was that like for you? We've had a chance to talk to so many of the players who, who went through it for the first time. Your experience when you look back on it, what was it like, especially the home games? Uh, it was electric. I think just being able to be in those environments, being those – the, the, the stadium just felt I don't, I don't even know how to explain it you come to all these regular season games you play in all these regular season games and the fans are there and the fans are loud but when we got to playoffs it was just this different electricity in the air this this almost air of anticipation and I was so so excited for it and I can't I look forward to it alright we're on location here uh, and you mentioned that promoting the game of baseball being a part of that um, you are widely popular in the time you've been here for about five minutes. It's really, star- I don't know if you look behind you, but 
Let's go, guys. <laughs> How much do you enjoy that part of it? Uh, I think that's why we all play the game. I think it's to, to inspire the youth and let them know that, like, as much as I'm a big leaguer and as much as I go out there and I'm playing on TV, I have fun with the game just like they have fun with the game. There is a, a large group of fans <laughs> awaiting when we're done. They're like, right, come on, hurry up with the interview already. Um, you look ahead to this season. So last year, I think from a fan standpoint, unexpected uh, what happened. Maybe not inside that clubhouse, but uh, now you look at it this year and, and there's got to be so much confidence. How do you handle that? maybe the different expectations from the outside going into spring training? I think I think as much as the expectations are going to change on the outside, they can't change on the inside. And I think from the inside, there are no expectations. Thing here this week uh, with that, or at least in the off season a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to them throughout the throughout the off season and their and their school year. Uh, and then just recently, I was able to go to the school yesterday uh, and just be able to spend some time with the kids and be in person with them and, and just be. Uh, yesterday, we talked more about decision making. We're, we're talking about going to high school and just kind of future life choices and how they go about it, and just being able to be there in person and really talk to them and, and really connect with the kids on a personal level is, is very pleasurable to me and, and I enjoy it. And for fans who don't know, how old are, are these kids that, that you're mentoring and so how it's long a, have you been it's a group of eighth grade. It's a group of 8th grade boys, so 13, uh, somewhere around 12, 13, 14, all going into high school. The John Marshall chess team at did you have a chance to, to see them today, or is that simply no. Stephen Kwan's area? Uh, so Stephen Stephen was the only one that got the plan today. I walked past them, but they've been they've been kicking me around in, in chess on chess.com, So I've been trying to I've been running scared. So you haven't had a chance to refine your game in the off season. Uh, I mean, I've gotten a little better. I beat Stephen twice yesterday, but then I played him today and he beat me. And I played Will Benson today, and no, I played Will Benson yesterday and he crushed me. I don't know. I've been I've been doing okay. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> hey, talk about all this. That I think something that sets this team apart, or certainly brings it together, the camaraderie. And uh, where do you think that starts at minor leagues, or, or is it when you get here? Uh, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both because I think from top to bottom, when you guys, when guys come into our locker room and they meet Jose or they meet guys that have been around our team for a while, uh, I think they feel welcome. I think they feel like they're a part of the team, and I think that just adds to the fact that they can come in and be themselves and, and go out there and play the game. Uh, their way and not feel restricted or feel like they have to cater to somebody else. And in terms of, yeah, such a good season last year. When you look for areas that you can improve in, where do you look to as you head into the season? Uh, I mean, I think I can improve everywhere. I think I can be a better teammate. I think when I'm out there, I can be a little, a lot sharper with my pitches, with my pitch calling. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's about trying to improve the little things, and I think just going out there and being able to throw strikes and be repeatable. I think if we're able to do that every day, uh, I'll have a good support system around me. Guys behind the guys behind the dish, guys behind me in, in the field, uh, guys that are getting the job done with the bat. I think if I'm able to go out there and do my job, they'll handle theirs. Still a couple of weeks before you head to spring training. What does a weekend like this do to, to just kind of get, get things flowing a little bit and get you excited? I think it just excites me. I think being able to come up here and be around the fans and it almost gives you a little taste for what season's going to be. Uh, guys are already getting excited for spring training, but this is just another step forward. So I'm excited for it. Thank you guys for being here. Tristan McKenzie, thank you for stopping by. Great to see you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Rosie. That's Tristan McKenzie, one of the top starting pitchers not only on this staff but in the American League. Thank you, and we will be back with more of Guards Weekly after this timeout. Two to one, Sox, seventh inning, two down the pitch. Swing and a miss on a slider. A new career high, 14 strikeouts for Tristan McKenzie. Pounds his fist into his glove, screams as he heads to the third base dugout. 
baseball, basketball, pickleball. Those are sports, and people love sports. If you love sports, you should know this. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Does saving have anything to do with sports? No. The people love sports, so I'm yelling sports out. Hockey, swimming, golf. Not all sports have the word ball in there, so save big when you switch to Progressive. Go, sports teams. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. Now the 2-2. Swung on line drive, base hit into right center. Will Benson with his first major league hit and a run scoring single as in the scores Jimenez and it's 2-0 Cleveland and that baseball will head to the first base dugout. Lynn checks second, fires, and the pitch swung on, yanked to right down the line. Fair ball! It's into the corner. That is going to score Jimenez. Will Benson in, standing with an RBI double. Jim Rosenhouse back with you. It's Guardians Weekly on location live this week at the Huntington Convention Center, part of Guards Fest, and uh, we heard the first Major League base hit for Will Benson. What a coincidence. He's here with us uh, as a guest. Good timing. Uh, Where's the baseball? Tammy said the baseball ended up in the dugout. Do you still have it? Do you of know? course I still have it. Yeah, it's in my house right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the pitcher? Do you remember? Yeah, Hutchinson for the yeah for the Tigers. I don't remember his first name, but Drew Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah, Drew Hutchinson. Yeah. You never forget that. No. That first, and mm-hmm. I know it. You were grinding a little bit. Oh, you know I'm grinding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing is, man, I kept my head straight and mm-hmm. got another opportunity to play that day, and we, we got it done. And you, you have a chance to play in the major leagues for the first time. Your journey, not uncommon. Everyone thinks that, you know, you get drafted, you're in the big leagues two years later, and then, whoo, here we go. But for most, it can be a, a real battle and a perseverance, all that kind of stuff. And for you, it was the culmination of that with your call-up. What was that day like for you? It was everything. Like I said, it was it was a blessing because it was, it was perseverance. It was determination, times that obviously, like, 
hey, like, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I didn't feel capable. You know, I still went in there and did the work, you know, necessary to, to put myself in a position, you know, to, to make my debut. And I'm very thankful that when I had went to Columbus, you know, and I did my thing and I got the, the reward of being a big leaguer for that. Did you have to change much in your approach at the plate to, to have enough success to get up here? No, I don't think so. I think I think I should take that back. Yes, like over time, I obviously progressed and and cleaned some things up. But when they say this game is is eighty percent or ninety percent mental, ten percent physical, it's, it's true. My my baseball IQ increased. My you know attitude, my my confidence, every all those things. I understood the importance of that and I took it serious. And then I was able to climb the ladder from there. So many players get to the major leagues. They walk into a major league clubhouse and. Mm-hmm. They're kind of on an island. They don't yeah. know too many people. Mm-hmm. But last year for this club, that didn't happen very often. What was it like the day you walked in? How many familiar faces were there? A lot. <laughs> it was a lot, you know. And, again, that's another blessing to be able to, to grow up with some of these guys in the minor leagues. And, like, okay, I'm walking into a locker room, and I see Quan, I see Oscar, you know, I see Tristan. I just see people who were down in the mud with me, you know, in, in the minors trying to make it. And it was it was such a refreshing feeling for sure. How does that make a difference when you do finally get here and, and maybe you go through some ups and downs in your initial weeks in the major leagues? Oh, it's, it's, it's huge because you can you have somebody that can relate. You don't feel, like, weird or uncomfortable going to them. You know, these are my friends that I've been playing with now for three years or I've been around for, like I said, for Tristan. And since I've been around Tristan for four years. So um, just to be able to rely on those people and understand that, hey, they've been through the same things and, they know what I'm about to go through, and to have those open conversations with them are, are everything. Will Benson joining us, outfielder for the Guardians. Uh, so many of the players who got called up, they, they seemed ready to win and join a winning ball club. Yes. You were part of some good teams in the minor leagues. Does yes. that make a difference? Absolutely, and I think what the Guardians do a really good job of from top to bottom is they emphasize winning. Like, yes, we're going to develop. Yes, we're going to get better. But they made it very clear that, you know, we're first – our first priority is, is really winning. And obviously in the minor leagues, yes, we want to develop. But once we, once I got a double-A, triple-A, I could feel like, all right, like I'm, I'm here to help win. And so that was able, that was easy to make that transition to the big leagues where really all it is about is, is winning. In a little while, we're, we're scheduled to have Xavier Curry on with us. Dope. Um, what a, a great story. You guys were teammates when you were six? Yeah, six. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? And now you're in the big leagues, teammates. Yeah, now we're in the bigs. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing. Again, it's a lot of prayer and and just a lot of us going out there and having fun and, and doing what we do it at the best, at the highest level. And we've been doing it together for a very long time. <laughs> so is that T-ball at six? Yeah, well, that, that was like a little little league. Yeah, we played with the Sandtown Red Sox. Yeah, it was a little little league. So, so you guys are little guys in little, little league. Little guys. And are you thinking... We're going to be big leaguers someday. Already at that point, or, or no, is no, that no, still no, no, too no. far away? I think um, we didn't really get to that point until we actually had split ways. So he was in college, and I had just gotten drafted. That's when that thought had came apparent. It was always like, hey, we were really good at baseball. We were obviously dominated. We, we went up, and we played travel ball together once we made it into high school. So, you know, we would get – but then, like, once, once he went to, to Georgia Tech, and I would go visit him and, you know, see how he's doing, we were like, whoa, like – there's an opportunity that you get drafted, you know, by the Guardians, and we could play together again. And we just kept throwing that out there in the air, just praying, hoping that actually happened, and then it did. So when you showed up in the same big league clubhouse, and, and he's able to... It's crazy. <laughs> How about that? It, it, it could bring you to tears if you really think about the story. Um, but it was, 
so much emotion all all in one but the main one was just happiness for sure will thanks so much for coming by good luck between now and spring training and uh, have a great spring thank you i appreciate it thank you that's will benson stay with us more to come as we continue on the cleveland clinic guardians radio network it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from the Huntington Convention Center and Guards Fest. First time that we've been able to do this since the 2020 January leading up to that season that was cut short. And it's great to be back. Great to see some old friends make some new friends. And uh, we continue on with our show in just a little bit. We'll hear from catcher Bo Naylor. So if you're in the neighborhood here in the Huntington Convention Center, come on by. Bo will be here in just a little bit. But first, we wanted to visit with John Riley, PR and Outreach Manager with Bet365, one of the new partners for the Guardians. And, uh, John, great to see you. You're over from across the pond. And uh, fill us in a little bit about Bet365, what it means with uh, legalized gambling now in the state of Ohio. Yeah, thank you so much. We're thrilled to be here, thrilled to be partners with the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, we're over here um, today activating with all customers, um, all fans of the Guards, um, basically just doing a little bit of an education number, um, helping those who need it to kind of uh, register uh, and basically spread the good word about Bet365. And when you say education, what, what do you try and bring people up to speed on? So at Bet365, we have the um, number one product in sports betting. We're the world's um, favorite online sports betting brand. And basically just kind of talking customers through the registration, registration process, and the new customer offer, our bet boost, and our great um, boost on the guards for the upcoming season, and generally just be there to answer questions. So it's new in Ohio, uh, but Bet365, you mentioned World. Uh, how big over in in your neck of the woods with soccer, things like that? Yeah, so we have over 88 million customers worldwide. But the launch in Ohio is our third state. Um, we're super excited to be here. Um, yes, soccer is one of our key uh, sports in the UK and in South America. Um, but over here, obviously, baseball is um, one of the key sports. And the NFL today, we're really excited by the divisional um, games. And yeah, it's, uh, it's been a really fun day. And you have never been to a baseball game yet? I can't believe that you just um, aired that live on uh, radio. But yes, um, I've been waiting my entire life for a moment to go to the right baseball game. Um, and that's going to be progressive field this season. Um, I wouldn't want to kind of have my first time at baseball anywhere else but Cleveland. So that is our civic responsibility to you. 
to th- help you enjoy your first baseball game. I think it was fate that brought Bet365, the Cleveland Guardians, and myself to Cleveland. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait for it. And how did uh, midnight New Year's Eve was uh, the transition to legalized betting in, in the state of Ohio? How has it gone so far with some of your other properties? Yeah, we're thrilled with the response from the Ohio public towards 365. Uh, the consensus in the uh, lounge today has been very, very supportive. Um, a lot of positivity around our release, around our app, around the product itself. Um, yeah, and we're thrilled that when the baseball season um, finally starts in April, we can unroll a number of um, really cool boosts and bespoke offers for Guards fans. Well, I can't promise that we'll be able to go over and visit you, but we will be happy to welcome you back when you do come back during the season and, and help you enjoy your first Major League Baseball game. John Riley, thanks so much for coming by. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. That's John Riley, PR, and other responsibilities as well. Outreach manager for Bet365, a, a new partner for the Guardians heading into the 2023 season. We'll take a short break and then uh, hope to have Bo Naylor and also Xavion Curry will be by as well. Another young pitcher who made his debut a season ago. That's coming up shortly as we continue on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. (laughs) You see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With this Major League debut by Bo Naylor tonight, the 17th Major League debut by a Cleveland rookie this year. Runner goes, pitch, swung on a miss. What a throw to second. And he got Isbell. I mean, folks, that was a bazooka. What a throw by Bo Naylor. Well, we were told he's a good catcher, has a good arm, and I mean, folks, he just threw a P to Andre Simenez to tag out Kyle Isbell, who had nine steals. How about this debut? We get some good information before before you even get here. Yeah, we're right. told he had a good arm. <laughs> Bo Naylor joining us on Guardians Weekly. We're back at the Huntington Convention Center part of Guards Fest, and a good young catcher made his major league debut, the 17th and the last 
of the 17 who were part of that record-setting team for a team that made the postseason. And, uh, Bo, thanks for coming by, first of all. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me on. How's your day going? I know you, you just did something real nice for the APL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, day's been going really well. Um, definitely long, but uh, for sure worth it. I've, I've enjoyed every part of it. And someone's going home with a puppy? Yeah, yeah. Your a, cu- a couple puppies have gotten adopted. And, uh, you know, when I was there, like, uh, I was holding one of them and then, you know, like a few seconds later, one of the one of the workers told me, "Oh, by the way, this dog just got adopted." So <laughs> that was uh, that was a special moment for me, you know. Um, and I, I I couldn't be more grateful for today. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Uh, but what what a wonderful year last year. And I, I know heading into spring training, you were looking to to get some things going at the plate, and then obviously defensively too. And um, how pleased were you with? With some of the adjustments you made, the, the fact that they worked and, and really allowed you to take a big step forward. Oh, incre- incredibly pleased. Um, you know, going into it, I really put a lot of faith and trust into the, the people that I was working with. You know, I think that nothing would have happened if, um, you know, I didn't give them my all uh, in the off season prior. So I think that the dedication that we had all put in together, uh, including myself, kind of just, you know, um, helped everything kind of be shown on the field so you know i'm very grateful and uh you know just looking forward to more and the highlight we had you, you throw out a base runner and obviously that's such a big part of your game and, and for a young player uh, making their way to the major leagues especially a catcher that, that's a lot in terms of responsibility and, and how do you balance that uh just going in one day at a time when i got up there uh that was one of the biggest things that a lot of the guys had told me, you know, both veterans and guys uh, who had also made um, their debuts prior in the season. So, you know, one day at a time, really focusing on all the controllables that I can uh, handle and making sure that I'm enjoying the moment, you know, because at that point, you know, that's when everything kind of comes together and that's when you play uh, your most purest form of baseball is when you're enjoying it and, you know, the most free mentally. One of the neat stories of your career is you now get to play in the major leagues with your brother, Josh Naylor. It's uncommon, and, and maybe down the road that'll go away as, as something that people find unique, but but hopefully not. And it's the first time for Cleveland since the Alomar brothers, Sandy and Roberto. And both you and Josh, you have a relationship with both now, right? Yeah, yeah. We've uh, we definitely had the pleasure of creating great relationships with the both of them, and uh, you know, being able to share these kind of experiences together is one of a kind. It's it's super special. He's someone who I've always looked up to growing up and someone who will always inspire me. So being able to share the field with him is it's amazing. I love it. What was the, that day like when you walked into the big league clubhouse and, and you saw him and, and knew that you guys were going to be teammates in the major leagues? Yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know. I feel like for like the first week and a bit, it didn't even really sink in that I got to go to work with my brother, you know, like and work being uh, baseball. You know, I think that uh, that a lot of people underestimate how cool that really sounds. So when I got in there, you know, like, like I always say, he made that transition incredibly easy. And, you know, it, it, it's really fun. It's something that I look forward to every time I wake up. All right, we have a chance to do something unique here. Uh, at, from your position as a catcher, uh, you could probably give a pretty good scouting report on some pitchers. And uh, let's see, run through Xavier uh, Z- Curry. Uh, what kind of scouting report do we have on him? He's got a unique fastball. Um, and at, at times, it's honestly untouchable. 
he's someone who I've gotten the pleasure of creating a great relationship. Um, but yeah, I'd say for a scouting report, you know, along with his fastball, he's got a wipeout slider um, with a really good curveball and changeup to go along with it. You know, he's nodding his head next to me like it's a surprise, <laughs> but um, you know, it's the truth. Um, he's one of my favorite guys to be able to go out there and call a game with because he makes it so easy. So yeah, you know, along with that, uh, he's funny sometimes, but outside of that, uh, <laughs> he's a decent player. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. He is sitting right there, and, and we used him as our pr first example. Uh, yeah, yeah. Xavier, Crazy thank you for coming by. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, your first Guards Fest, and, and you're coming off a major league debut a year ago, and, and we talked to Bo. He was the 17th and, and last to make his major league debut. You did a little bit earlier, and you handled yourself very well. And when you look back at the season, um, how pleased were you with how you handled things in, in your first exposure to the major league level? So I was I was very pleased with um, how the season went and how I handled things, and just honestly blessed to be able to be a part of the the major league team for for the time I was there. And honestly, I just I had I had great experiences throughout the season and learned a lot about myself and about the game of baseball. So I'm just excited to keep moving forward. If there's one or two things that you remember that just jump out when you think about that first game that you pitched in the major leagues, maybe not even the game itself, but everything that surrounds it, what might that be? Uh, the the one or two things that uh, pops out to me is, one, just when I first initially walked out the stadium, you know, hearing my name called for the, the starting pitcher for that major league game that day and recording that, that first strikeout, the first batter, just kind of getting out the way and letting the nerves calm down and just everything just fall into place and, and maybe both of you can touch on this your your teammates in the minor leagues trying to get here and it's a season where so many players are being called up what does that do for for your confidence knowing that maybe there's opportunity here because it seems like it's happening for a lot of players uh, I'd say for me personally it's it, it was huge uh, a lot of those guys were guys that I had already had really good relationships with so uh, I knew that you know if I ever had the opportunity of getting up there, that it would be with uh, an incredible group, some uh, a group that I know wants to win, I know is going to pull for me, and you know as the same as I would do for them. So uh, I was extremely comfortable, and um, it was something that I was really excited to be a part of. Yeah, and I mean, kind of to piggyback off what Bo said, the same thing. I was just the this, just the fact that you had already been through the minors with most of the guys that were making their debuts before you, and just. Um, the transition that you knew you would have to take from going from the minor league locker room to a major league locker room, but to see familiar faces when you walk in there, it just, it just makes it a lot easier. It makes it um, better to, to step in there and be comfortable and be yourself. All right, we have a little housekeeping to do. Um, Bo, I don't know if you have to be somewhere else as part of Guards Fest today. <laughs> Curtis, does Bo need to be somewhere else or... Would, would you like to stay for the rest? Of we, got about, go. we got about five minutes left. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Um, Xavier, you look at, uh, we just have Will Benson on. And I know you guys Great just guy. you just met last week, I think. Um, <laughs> and we were talking to Bo about, obviously, being in a big league clubhouse with his brother. Right. And the, uh, the amount of time you and Will have played together, going back to six years old, and you're almost like brothers. Yes, sir. Uh, what was that like being able to? play on the same team as him i mean so honestly it was great and the first time i got to play on the same team with him was once i got to columbus uh, when i got promoted to triple a during the season before that so just to just to see him even take the transition to you know from the minors to then going to the majors and to be able to uh follow him after that it was it was amazing to, to see him to to play with him and to just to walk in the 
the locker room to see his name on the locker to see my name on the locker you know remember when we were seven and eight going to going to sandtown to just really play around in dirt as kids just play baseball and have fun so it was amazing and it was a blessing to to have him there with me and just for us to be able to experience that together I might be mistaken, but was he the center fielder of the night of your major league debut? He was. He he was he was right there behind me, ready to make a play, and ready when, to save me. When you looked out there, I mean, did, did it sink in that? Well, it, it, nuts? if I'm be honest, I never really turned around and looked at him just because <laughs> I was I was so kind of locked in, so laser focused on you know putting the team in the best position to win that game. But you know, from seeing pictures after you know everything settled down and just. You know, seeing broadcasts and seeing pictures, even that our family sent us of just, you know, him behind me in the ready position, it really did bring back memories of when we used to share the field when we were younger. Pitching-wise, and Bo, maybe you can weigh in on this a little bit too, but we'll start with you, Xavier. Um, What a great reputation Cleveland has in terms of developing pitching. Mm -hmm. From your perspective as someone who's moved up through the system, what are they doing that's helpful to you? To to me, they are are communicating and they they are really putting... You know your needs first. You know, understand that it's your career, and they are they are giving you the tools and the information that, with the knowledge that they have, that they believe okay, this can help you become a better pitcher. This is what you're doing wrong in your delivery, and just the open communication for you to talk to them about what you feel, for them to talk to you about what they see and what they're thinking. I mean, it was honestly great for me to, for for me, someone who was kind of a two way. Um, getting get going into college and getting drafted and just trying to adapt to really becoming a pitcher. Once I got drafted into this organization, I feel like it was really a blessing because I got to work with the the whole pitching staff. I got to work with great guys and I got to really understand, you know, the life of being a pitcher and, and the mindset of a pitcher and just how a pitcher is supposed to be on the mound and, you know, the things that you're like scouting reports and things that you're supposed to go over. So it was it was honestly it was honestly great to, to come into this organization with all the knowledge of, of, of the pitching staff. And Bo, as a catcher, how much of that do you feel how important a catcher can be for the development of these pitchers? Yeah, um, it's, it's huge. I yeah. think something that really stands out for me is how this organization, like, while they want to instill all of these incredible um, and advanced concepts, they really emphasize you growing into yourself they don't go in there trying to make you into a cookie cutter um type player who you know just um is the same as everyone else they know that everyone has their own identity and they really uh search every possible way to make that um like the best version of yourself so um they do the same thing on the catching side and i think when you have that approach um, and just, you know, great people, um, the relationship is, is unstoppable. Bo Naylor, Xavier, and Curry, thanks a lot for coming by and, and spending a part of your, your Guards Fest <laughs> day with us. This was fun. Thank, Thank you, you for guys having us. That's catcher Bo Naylor and Xavier and Curry. Uh, made his major league debut a year ago, part of that great pitching pipeline for the Guardians. And uh, it's going to just about wrap it. Maybe, the, are you guys going over to play some more wiffle ball do you have time yeah. to go? Oh, yeah. we are we are yeah. going over it place. looks like it's still game on <laughs> yeah yes, what's sir. better than finishing a day with some wiffle ball no. <laughs> have a time thank you <laughs> thank you that's bo naylor and xavier curry and that's going to do it for our show this week thanks so much to trey modlin our engineer on site here all afternoon long and also to brian matze as always back at command center we'll have another show for you next week and every saturday heading into spring training our first spring training 
game broadcast is February the 25th when the Guardians take on the Cincinnati Reds, and uh, it all starts up again. A lot of anticipation for the 2023 season. We have felt that here today at the Huntington Convention Center. It's been a, a, just a wonderful day. Season ticket holders in the morning, general public in the afternoon. A lot of great baseball fans here enjoying the day today. <laughs> Bowen and Xavion may not make it to the wiffle ball field as we have a ton of kids getting autographs, and it's just a great scene, part of Guards Fest 2023. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. We'll catch you again next week. delivery and it is swung on and missed how about that slider he back footed him and a swing and a miss by riley green and the first major league hitter for Xavier curry is a strikeout victim and the baseball goes into the dugout and mom and dad have a keepsake by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.